Hey friends, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer Podcast. Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. Today, you guys, I'm really excited to introduce to you this new girl. I've been stalking her on Instagram, and she is amazing. She's got so much energy, so much content. Her name is Jasmine Jones, and she's an online visibility and systems coach for beauty professionals and creatives who are looking to get seen online by their dream clients through intentional systems to grow your business without the burnout. The burnout is real. And she has been a licensed cosmetologist in the beauty industry for the last seven years. And she owns a mobile bridal hair and makeup team, get this you guys, of 14 people that services four states and growing. Jasmine, welcome to the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm so excited. Me too. I'm just so thrilled that you accepted to come on the podcast. You guys, I'm not joking. I literally like sought her out on Instagram and I was like, this girl's great. And I'm always trying to bring on um, the people who are in the industry, who have, who have gone before us, who have done lots of amazing things in the industry. And she, Jasmine, you just seem like you, your wealth of knowledge and you're so ready to be giving out to other people. I just want to know, like, how'd you get started? Oh my goodness. Well, I got started on a very bumpy road, <laughs> but um, long story short, um, I actually started my bridal beauty business when I was 19 years old. I will actually be turning 27 next month. So it's, it's been a, it's been some time, but um, when I started my business, I knew nothing about marketing a business or what it even meant to have a business and things that I needed to do. So my business actually ended up sitting on the back burner for a while. And it sat on the back burner while I was working for other people. I was working at blowout bars, which are like my home. I love them so much. But I was doing that. And I kind of got to a point to where I was just like, okay, my business has been on the back burner. And I've been really inconsistent of, you know, promoting and marketing or what I thought was marketing at that time. And I decided that it was time for me to get a little bit serious. And me getting serious meant that I had to invest my time and my energy and some money into figuring out how to actually make my business work. And after I figured out how to make it work, plus doing a little work on my mindset, I was like, I was making this way harder than what it actually needed to be. And I just kind of reflected back on um, some of the times when I just put my business on the back burner because I was just frustrated of not knowing what to do, what to say 
or how to efficiently show up as a real business owner in the beauty field. And I just wanted to cut the, you know, guessing game out of, you know, how do I actually grow my business? How do I actually get clients, get booked out? But in a way that it's more um, easily communicated to other people in the in the industry that we're in. So I just wanted to use my knowledge that I had to work through, you know, mindset, business, personal development, and share those tips with other people who are on the same journey as I am to kind of help, you know, skip some of the mistakes that I had to make. Oh, that's beautifully said, too, because, I mean, everybody was once an amateur, right? And Right. Oh, my god. And gosh. I love the fact that you're saying, like, I got to figure out how this works. And it's it's like the the tough survive, right? Yeah. But all of those obstacles that you face really mold and shape to who you are today and all of the, the great knowledge that you can share with other people. Like, what do you think in the very beginning? Can you just, can you share with us like some of the things that you were like, I'm just like really struggling in this area. And like, what, what areas were you like, I, I'm going to make a major shift. Well, one major shift that I absolutely needed to make was my client attraction strategy. I did not really know too much about, you know, how to attract clients. And that was the basic, you know, starting point. Once you attract clients, then you get paid and then you can do it over again. But for me, I was just so hung up on the lead attraction strategy that I was just kind of like, okay, well, let me go ahead and try and figure this out and what really helped me with that is just getting in there and starting just starting and kind of reviewing what I did what were different methods of you know creating a post if it was on Instagram or you know tweaking my website because one thing that I did not realize is that you know when it comes to you know getting clients you actually have to like speak their language you need to have them interested in what you are offering what you're selling and that was the main part that I was missing because I was just kind of like book my service I have dates available and I was like why isn't anyone booking when I say I have dates available (laughs) so I had to learn the hard way but once I kind of mastered that lead attraction strategy in the very beginning then that is when I actually started to see you know tricklings of you know a client here or a client there as I still was kind of like juggling my, uh, you know, other uh, part-time jobs that I was juggling because my business was on the back burner. I was like, well, let me go ahead and, you know, try and get clients while I'm still working these jobs so that I can eventually leave. And that was amazing, uh, a major turning point for me. And it's, it's interesting to hear too, that you're saying like, once you figured out that area that you could focus in and and change something about it to grow it, then that's what really catapults your career. And it sounds like it was really niching down on who do you actually want to serve? And I think in the beginning, so often, you know, at the salon, we're like, I'll take anybody, anybody's my client, (laughs) you know, who wants a haircut, who wants makeup, who wants an updo? Right. (laughs) Absolutely. But like, once you figured that out, um, was that difficult? Or did that seem like to come very easy of like, okay, I know exactly who I want to work with? 
So that was a challenge for me as well. So just like you were just mentioning, you know, like the salon life is kind of like, well, we can do balayage, we can do cuts, we can do colors, we can do everything, right? It's like a one-stop shop. And with me, I am bridal, bridal beauty is my main focus um, with my company. But before it was kind of like, I can do trims, I can do blowouts, I can do um, maybe a, a one all over color. And I was just doing a whole bunch of random just trying to you know get clients wherever I could and I really didn't have a mapped out plan I knew that I wanted to do bridal hair and makeup but I was also still trying to fill my books with other appointments that were booking but the thing that I had to realize is okay well if I am posting you know blowouts and if I'm posting trims or you know at home um, you know all over color then that's going to turn away the actual clients that I'm trying to attract because they're going to land on my page and they're going to say oh well I'm looking for somebody that can specialize in wedding hair and makeup I want to look my absolute best I don't want just somebody that's gonna you know give me a random trim or you know whatever Mm -hmm. it was so I had to get a little bit more specific because one one quote that I love is when you speak to everyone you are speaking to no one and I hold that so true because I was so multi-passionate and I just wanted to make sure that everyone knew I can do more than just bridal hair and makeup because I didn't want to limit myself but I realized me focusing on one thing it actually helped my brand uh like skyrocket like so so fast because it was like okay this is what the brand is about okay this is what um we can expect and this is who we can refer you know clients to who are looking for the specific service so once I got specific then you know people around me in my community they started referring me when they said hey I need somebody for you know natural glam bridal hair and makeup and they're like Jasmine's your girl but before it was like oh do you need like a cut trim color nail polish whatever like oh (laughs) (laughs) it it was it was so much easier just being specific so yeah it definitely helped um with niching down I love that and you know in the beginning with uh, a cosmetologist career I usually tell students try everything out and figure out Mm -hmm. what you're really naturally good at and also what you really enjoy and also what fills your pocket too because when you can marry all three of those together I feel like then that is the direction that you can go to to get specific but I think in the beginning of your career you kind of don't know yet you haven't had enough experience there to figure that out yeah that is so true and what's so funny is when I was in cosmetology school my heart was set on having a studio suite and I wanted to do cuts and colors all of my clients that came to me at my cosmetology school they were cuts colors and you know highlights and I had my heart set on just doing that but it was maybe the month before I graduated um, cosmetology school and the front desk um, girl she was just saying to me like hey Jasmine uh, the school is able to have like volunteers go out to this fashion show that was in my hometown back in Charleston 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 Fashion Week and they need um, assistance from the school and I think that you would be great for that so I you I was like okay well I'll get extra credit so I'll go so I went to it and it was a five day event and the very last day was the bridal day and we came in at like five o'clock a.m. 
them and we didn't leave until like past 11 o'clock at night and it was just like 80 plus models in like gorgeous gowns and they had white sheets on the floor and I was just standing in the corner watching like hairspray and makeup brushes just get tossed in the air and just looking at these gorgeous updos and bridal looks and I was just drooling in the corner like this (laughs) needs to be my life I love the chaos I love it this needs to be for me and (laughs) at that very moment I literally shifted my whole idea of having a studio and then I just started learning more about the bridal craft because I'm a tomboy believe it or not so when it comes to like hair and makeup and things like that I was just like oh okay like chapstick mascara cool but um I (laughs) needed to learn more about the craft and ever since I dove in I was like there's no turning back for me I and you said yes to an opportunity that really inspired you to get focused Mm -hmm. and and laser focused of what where you want to take your career and I think it's so important yeah, how long, how far were you in your career before that opportunity came? Well, so I was still early in the career because I was still at um, cosmetology school. But right at the very, like, it was, it was probably like a month or two right before I graduated. And thankfully, I kind of was dipping my fingers into a couple of different things here and there just to kind of test out, you know, being a salon assistant or, you know, working at um, blow dry bars. So there I was really able to figure out, okay, like, do I want to be in a salon? Do I want to do cut and colors? I was there for a hot second doing cut and colors. And all I ever wanted to do was just do a blowout and do somebody's hair and put it in an updo or put it in a braid. And that's when I really realized like, hey, like, cutting colors. Yes, you can do them. Yes, you're, you know, amazing at them. But my heart gets lit up whenever I have to like curl some hair and put it in like a messy bun or something gorgeous that I feel like I can really let my um, creativity um, be expressed. So you went from school to to focusing on bridal and now now you got this huge company like what happened in between like like you really have grown your career very fast which is so amazing so inspiring what 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 has that journey been like thank you so the journey has been very fun and I have learned to release expectations and to just um lean into the unknown I was talking about this a little bit on my Instagram story the other day but When I was, you know, still being a solo artist and just kind of traveling, doing, you know, sporadic events here and there, it became a point when I said, okay, like, I'm going to get more serious, like I was talking about before. And that's when I really started to learn more about marketing. And then even when I was still, you know, tweaking my marketing, learning about marketing, I was, you know, working with other people back in my hometown who kind of did what I did. And I was just said like, hey, if you need help on weddings, let me know. And, you know, I'll come out there and assist you. So I kind of helped out with a couple of teams. And it became a point where I was helping all of these teams. And I was realizing that I was already booked on dates where, you know, people were requesting to work with me for my own company. So I it came a point where I looked down at my little tracking sheet and I, I it's so funny how I was tracking and not even really realizing because I'm very big on like systems and organization but 
I was tracking how many direct referrals I got to my bridal beauty business. And when I hit number 36 of, you know, people that I had to turn away because I was already working or helping somebody else out on an event, I knew that I needed to do something. I was like, okay, Jasmine, these leads are coming in consistently. Whatever you're doing is working. So you need to get a little bit serious and maybe cut back some time on, you know, what I'm using to work with other people and help them out on gigs. So it came a time where I was just like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and go out on my own. So I just told some of the, the, the companies like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and go out on my own. But before I did that, there was a voice that was in the back of my head that kept telling me like, Jasmine, why are you still freelancing with all of these companies and not really taking your business serious? You need to go ahead and step out on your own. It's time. And I just kept, you know, pushing my head because I was like oh well I'm too young and I'm too this and I'm too that and I'm too much of a jokester to be like a real business owner and whatever lies I was telling myself so I was like okay I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to start a team because I knew that I was not going to be able to scale my business with just me. There's only so much work that I can take on by myself. And I know that I could go a lot further if I had additional hands and I can just focus on one thing, which would be booking the booking the clients and then sending out other people on the gigs. So once I, you know, had that game plan created in my head, I was like, well, okay, I'll go ahead and, you know, start hiring girls while I was still um, working at these other places, you know, mapping out my exit plan, I was growing my team. And once I actually did get to a place where I was like, okay, well, I have five girls on my team, it's time for me to go ahead and leave. And thankfully, when I left, um, it was one company that I was working with for a while. And I told them like, hey, guys, I'm leaving and they did not take it too well because they ended up wiping out the rest of my dates for that entire year so I oh yeah so I was like okay it's all good but what something was telling me in the back of my head is whenever I still got new inquiries I would just place those inquiries with one of the girls that were now on my team so I I didn't have to you know turn away any new dates so even when they took away all of the the additional dates I still had dates on my calendar with my girls that I can just place myself on so it was kind of like a win-win situation and it was just like the universe saying like hey we got your back like just trust us listen to us and trust us and we got you and ever since then my five team members turned into nine that nine turned into 14 and now we are aiming to have a team of 20 plus we have office staff now or virtual office staff we don't have um, a brick and mortar we are all um, mobile but yeah it has grown rapidly and all I really had to do was take myself serious and take my business serious and things just started to fall in line for me such a beautiful journey and you talk about the mindset of like you you're hearing this voice and I feel that so often we hear two voices right we've we've got one that is oh yeah you know you can dream big and if you can dream it you can do it and then there's the other voice mm-hmm. of you're going to fail. 
right? Or, or who do you think you, you are, right? Imposter syndrome, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. But I love that you that you said um, to release the expectation. That's very well said, especially when you're on this journey to success and growth and business building. Like you have to grant yourself grace and allow yourself yeah. the areas to acknowledge what areas you can improve and, and acknowledge the areas that you are strong at and just keep focused on where you envision yourself to be continuing to grow, but overcoming the mindset of and stepping into your own, you said, that's where like the beauty can happen for you. And I, I love that, that you recognize that. And, and that's what really created that shift for you. Absolutely. So what kind of um, other challenges did you feel like you have faced or, or even like challenges in the, the beauty industry as a whole with the bridal industry um, of growing? Because like, it's one to like control what you can do, but now you got other people. So what does that look like? Yeah. So for me, what it looks like for challenges that I had when I was growing, one of the biggest challenges that I personally had to deal with, and we just kind of talked about it just a little bit, but it was mindset, really, because I'm young, or I I was younger at that time. And some of the girls that were on my team, they're a little bit older than me. So I was just like, who am I to lead these people? Who am I to, you know, have this company when I'm just like, this small time girl who just like decided like okay I'll have a team but what I really had to do was I had to tune back into myself because I kind of had an identity for myself of okay I am a hair and makeup artist like that is who I am but I forgot about my internal talents my internal talents is, you know, I am good at leading people. I'm good at encouraging people and giving directions and communicating. And I had to make sure that I wasn't just putting all of my expectations on my external talents, you know, doing hair and makeup physically, but I wanted to tap into some of my internal talents to put to use because, you know, throughout my whole life, I, you know, did my, my talents of, you know, doing hair and makeup providing services, making people feel amazing on their special day. But as I got older, I realized, Jasmine, like, you just want to be a little bit more on the back end, building connections, building relationships for my brand. And that was a big thing that I really had to um, learn as I was scaling um, right along with my own imposter syndrome was building a brand. What does that even look like, especially in the bridal industry? Now, since I'm from Charleston, Charleston and Las Vegas are kind of like neck and neck with, you know, top wedding destination locations. So I have a lot of competition in my city. And I was just like, okay, well, let me see what other people have their companies designed as, you know, bunny ears, like designed as like, let me get inspiration. And I was just like, basically molding my business to what I believe it had to look like in order for it to be successful. But I found massive success when I actually started, you know, 
not really worrying about what everybody else was doing. And I was focusing more on how can I be so out of the box that people are wondering like, what the heck is she doing? So I just had to find my own way to communicate my value in a different way that people weren't really doing because they wanted to blend in. Nobody really wanted to stick out and and, and feel like the, the sore thumb. And me, my personality, I'm a Scorpio. I'm a little bit animated. So I was like, let's ruffle some feathers here. I was like, okay, let's see what we can do. And, you know, that's when I really started getting into uh, video marketing and all of these fun different things that people in my industry or people in my location, they were not doing because they're like, oh, well, nobody else is doing it. And then I just came in and, you know, sprinkled my little, you know, sauce um, in the little internet world. And people were just like, oh, Jasmine, your brand is like all about this and all about diversity and you're posting, you know, this amazing content. And we accidentally, you know, built a brand off of being a company that is, you know, all about diversity and all about, you know, inclusion, because, you know, as a brown girl, I'm in a um, interracial relationship. So to me, it just made sense to post everybody because that's what I was physically around so I was always posting you know different skin tone different races and people were just like oh if you want inclusion if you want diversity then go to this brand so our brand took off once we made a name for ourselves and once we actually started to have a brand vision that we can work towards because it's it's a little bit hard if you don't have a vision because you're just going to be like throwing spaghetti at the wall but it'll find you see what you're posting consistently and go and build off of that that's so incredible that there's a lot of growing pains when it comes to building that brand and I love the fact that that you saw what other people were doing and you decided that you said communicate authentically. And Mm -hmm. that really is what distinguishes your business from the next business, because I'm sure in most areas, I mean, it's saturated with salons, saturated with bridal beauty businesses. So it's like, what is your unique sales position? What, what is going to encourage people to select you, especially for their wedding day? Right. Right. And so I love, I love that you, you found your voice and really your brand, your business is an extension of you. Um, And that's why I was like so excited to like really get to know you more and have our listeners get to know you more because you're just so full of energy. Like I, I've never met you in person and I can feel like your, your vibe through the phone right now. Oh, well, thank you. Well, I did meditate this morning, so I'm feeling amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and as a business owner, you, you need that. Otherwise, I don't know about you, but if, if I don't feel balanced, then it's not good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A balance is something that is an essential for me. Otherwise, I will get lost in the grind. So balance is essential. So we've talked a little bit about the things, the challenges that you have overcome and you're on this road um, to even greater success than you, you've already accomplished so far. What are you hearing from like other artists? Because you coach people and that you coach beauty professionals and creatives. What are you hearing constantly that like people are struggling with and have challenges with? 
For the most part, I would say that people are having some of those same struggles that I had when I was right at the point where I was just like, okay, I need to take my business a little bit serious, but like, what do I do first? Um, I know that a lot of people are struggling with the thought of overwhelm. There's so many things and I'm not really sure where to focus my time on. And what I would suggest to anybody who is either feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling like there's not enough time in the world or or, you know, whatever it is, is start to map out what your priorities are. So for me, my priorities would look like I need to prioritize myself. Myself gets prioritized before I do anything. Because if I'm not feeling good, if I am not, you know, looking good, and you know, giving my body what it needs, you know, food, water, all of that, then I'm not going to deliver great value in my business, whether it's email communication or writing a caption on Instagram or website work or whatever. So I had to prioritize myself. And then the second thing that I would tell somebody to do is see where you want your business to actually end up not just next month, but in the next year or two or three years. I feel like most of the time, we're not really looking at the long-term goal. We're looking at the short-term struggle and basically making our next decision off of, okay, well, what's going to make me, you know, get enough money so I can pay my rent next month? Or what can I do to help me, you know, make these next two sales, but you're not really looking at, well, how can I set up a brand that works for me and not against me? So definitely map out what it is that you want your business to look like, and then start from the bottom and work your way up. So if you know you want a brand that, you know, has consistent leads, then maybe it might be time to get a little bit consistent with your Instagram posting or consistent in reaching out and building connections with other vendors if you are in the bridal field as well. Because stepping into consistency and building that discipline, even when you don't feel like it, is going to get you 10 times closer to your end result better other than just like sitting there and feeling stuck because you're not sure what to do. Just take wild, messy action and you will find the best next step while you're in that action, but it's hard to figure out what you should do next if you're just sitting there and looking at the whole to-do list like, oh no, like, what do I do? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and like, once you do that, then you're like, oh, okay, cool. Now I have some connections over here. Now I have somebody that can refer me to a lead every now and then. Okay, cool. Now I can go over here and focus my time on, you know, building my brand on Instagram. And then like, once you master something, then move to the next thing. Don't try and put too many things on your plate at once. Focus on one thing and then move on to the next. So that's just um, two tips that would that would be helpful for anybody that is struggling with those similar issues if you are growing and you're unsure of what you should do first. Jasmine, you should see my notes right now. It's <laughs> You're just leaving us with so many great nuggets. And I love the fact that you said, you know, too many people are not focusing on the long-term goal versus the short-term struggle. And so often yeah. we can get so focused in on the things that make us feel stuck and stagnant yeah. and not able to move to that next level. But it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's truth when you can visualize and point at exactly the spot that you want to end up 
to go where your focus goes, your energy flows and where what you focus on grows. Um, And so I I love that you're also saying you're putting yourself first because as an entrepreneur, and I'm, I'm sure that you might've felt this before too, it can be very isolating and very demanding in the beginning, the growing pains of wearing all the hats and doing all the things and getting lost in our to-do list. Oh yeah. And so I love the fact you're like, I meditated today. I did things for myself. When you put yourself first, then you're able to take care of the other things that need to get done. And, and I thank you so much for uh, surfacing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. Can you share with us what is, what's next for you? You, you're, you're, you're talking about adding, um, uh, about six more people to the team. Do you have more, more dreams or goals that is connected to your bridal business? I do. So my biggest goal for my bridal beauty business right now is to, I want to be the creative director. Um, All of the work that I'm doing, all of the, you know, 20 million hats that I'm wearing right now in the back end of my business, I want to expand my team so that I can just say like, oh, okay, we have weddings today. Okay, let me know if you need anything. And then I just kind of get booked out on uh, maybe like five or six weddings per year as I focus most of my time on my coaching business. I absolutely still love, you know, the bridal fun, but we do service four states. And with four states, that does require a good amount of driving. And as I am, you know, designing my business, I am designing it with the purpose of, okay, well, whenever I have little ones, this is how often I want to be working. And this is how much I want to be working. And by this time, I hopefully want to be able to, you know, be full time in my coaching business or not even doing any more on location. So I am setting my business up so that I have a full communicated um, staff for those brides that want to book my team and that everything just gets done without me having to lift a finger while I focus on helping other bridal pros build their own um, either solo bridal beauty business or creating their own team as as I'm um, just like mine. So that's what the future looks like. And I feel like I'm going to get there a lot closer than what I'm expecting as I am um, hiring another person to help um, um, some of the girls in the back end of my business um, with another virtual assistant. So I'm really excited for what the future has in store for me right now. I'm so excited for you too. I mean, and that's the perfect way to scale your business is that mindset of you're going to be working on the business, not in the business. You know, there's other people that um, you can hire out to do the hair and the makeup, but nobody can replace you as the creative yeah. director and the visionary for your business. So I, I definitely believe it with all my heart that you're going to get there much faster as well. Um, oh, I you. love that. Can you can you share um, about your coaching? I, I know that you're coaching beauty professionals and creatives. So what does what does that look like to work with you? 
Yes. So my coaching is infused with a couple of my favorite things. So as I mentioned throughout the talk, I talked a lot about um, prioritizing yourself. I talked a lot about mindset and getting organized. And these are all things that are embedded into my coaching program. Now I have a six week coaching program and then I have something that is in the works that is going to be a mastermind, but that's going to be around like the holiday time. But what I basically do for beauty pros and creatives in my coaching program is I help them map out what their priorities are. My special expertise are within systems and structure, and it's because I lack those same systems and structure. I was trying to grow, but I didn't have processes mapped out. I didn't have a workflow. So I help you create automated workflows, automated structures, so that your sales and your lead process can be put on autopilot organic and organically is something that I just hold to my heart because when I first started my business I had to bootstrap everything because I did not have a huge budget so I teach you how to get those leads and actually convert those leads into actual paying customers through organic un so that's something that I embed into my coaching along with getting organized and creating a winning mindset. You can have so many different strategies to help you grow and scale, but if your mindset is not in the right spot, you will forever be stuck because you won't think that you are capable of doing it. And whatever you think in your head, it will become your reality. So I do a lot of um, lives and Instagram stories over on my page at Beauty in the Network, where I just help people walk through some of those limiting beliefs that are keeping them stuck in their business. And that's exactly what I do for my personal clients, too. Ah, I love this. It's such a brilliant program that you have. And I know that a ton of our listeners, this would be perfect for them, um, especially if they're, you know, either in the salon business, sweet business, or they want to have a bridal hair and makeup business. I think this yeah. would be great for them because like you said, you got to get out of, get out of your head and um, just focus on what you truly are wanting. Um, and our motto here at the uh, Beauty Business Game Changer podcast is we want to create a career that supports the life that we want to live. Um, yeah. So I just feel like you, we're on the same wavelength here, Jasmine. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so where can people find more about you, more about your coaching program, um, and, and stay connected with you, Jasmine? Yeah, so you can find all of my goodies over on Instagram if you find me at beauty and A&D, the network. And over in the link in my bio, you will see a link to everything that I have. I have products that you can buy, little programs, and some amazing freebies that I have been working on as I am getting ready to relaunch my website for a mini website relaunch because my bridal brand actually turns six years old on this month, on the 15th. So we are doing a little mini revamp. So with the revamp, there comes a lot of nice additional goodies. So that's where you can find all of my stuff as well as my podcast, Beauty in the Network podcast where I talk a lot about lifestyle mindset and marketing oh I love this and you guys I'm gonna in the show notes make sure to have all of these different links so you can reach out to Jasmine um, show her some love make sure to follow her and 
um, tell her hello and that you loved this podcast. So Jasmine, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. And um, you're just such a great blessing to this industry. And it's so great to have other people who are motivating, inspiring others, and just sharing their experience and knowledge with others. So we thank you so much for your time. Thanks for listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. If you love to keep track of your favorite shows, then subscribe to this podcast to receive the newest edition when it's released. This podcast was created with you in mind, so I'd love to get your review to learn how this podcast has helped you in your career. And because I love my listeners and want to connect more, join me in our free Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash salon and suite business. My mission is to help beauty professionals like you create a career that supports the life you want to live. Thank you for being a part of the journey.